98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgart. Headlines. The hospital authority pledges to reduce waiting times for patients to receive specialist care, saying some new patients have had to wait around two years for appointments. The legislature cancels next Tuesday's farewell banquet for the outgoing chief executive Carrie Lam because of COVID concerns. And the Director-General of the World Trade Organization says a series of agreements have been struck in Geneva on fishing subsidies, food security and COVID vaccines. The hospital authority has pledged to reduce waiting times for patients to receive specialist care, saying it's not ideal that some new patients need to wait around two years for appointments. Lau Kahin, a chief manager with the HA, said they'd rolled out different measures to tackle the issue, including opening more than 100 integrated clinics for patients to see a nurse or other practitioner before their doctor's appointment. He said specialist doctors would also advise family doctors on the conditions of patients to reduce unnecessary referrals to specialist outpatient clinics or SOPCs. The specialist will go into the family medicine clinic and then to talk with the doctors as well as the patient to know the problems of the patients and also to order some investigations and then interpret the investigation afterwards. They will also give some advice how to manage the patient. If this works, the patients will not be referred to the SOPC and then we can shorten the waiting time. Health authorities say they expect the daily COVID caseload to remain at current levels as social distancing measures are being scaled back. This comes as officials reported 1,179 more infections yesterday. Aaron Tam reports. 1,085 of the latest cases were locally transmitted. 423 of them were identified in laboratories, while 622 were self-test results confirmed by authorities. The Center for Health Protection's Dr. Albert Au said that the increasing coronavirus tally is expected as anti-COVID measures are relaxed. He said the authorities will pay close attention to the situation and that officials certainly don't want to see an exponential growth in cases. Dr. Au added that the authorities have updated questions on the online self-reporting platform for COVID patients, asking those infected whether they share the same toilet with their family members. We would uh, pay attention to the address um, submitted by the patient. So if we understand that there is only one toilet for most of the um, household in the uh, building, then we would um, do more investigation. And also contractors would be sent to collect uh, a sample for PCR test. If it is found that uh, they only have one toilet at home, they would be uh, sent to quarantine center. So we hope the public can uh, give us a truthful report. If there are any um, suspicion, we would um, follow up. Meanwhile, Cannon Kindergarten at Charming Garden has been asked to suspend one of its K-1 classes after three students came down with the virus. The chairman of the Soho Association says a new measure that requires bar and nightclub patrons to show a negative COVID test result to gain entry has had a devastating impact on customer numbers. Richard Feldman was commenting a day after the measure took effect. It was announced on Tuesday following several recent outbreaks linked to nightlife. Mr Feldman told RTHK that outbreaks in bars amounted to only 3% of total cases in Hong Kong. I'm concerned that this policy will actually cause people to go to underground or illegal bars or stay at home with their friends and party at home where there's no ventilation, no capacity requirement, no social distancing, no leave home. 
concern is that it's actually going to cause a spread of the virus. The legislature has cancelled next Tuesday's farewell banquet for the outgoing chief executive Carrie Lam because of COVID concerns. Citing a rebound in the number of infections in Hong Kong, the LegCo Secretariat says that hosting a big banquet would unavoidably increase the risk of transmission and that the decision was taken after discussions with the LegCo president, the chief executive's office and LegCo members. Research shows that the Omicron coronavirus variant is less likely than the previous Delta strain to give patients long COVID. The findings are based on a survey across Britain collated by King's College London. The BBC's Michelle Roberts reports. The team looked at data from nearly 100,000 people who logged their COVID symptoms on an app. Many got better relatively quickly, but some continued to have problems such as extreme tiredness, persistent pain or brain fog for weeks. This is what doctors call long COVID. Just over four in every 100 of the respondents said they had long COVID symptoms during the Omicron wave, compared with 10 in every 100 during the Delta wave, which came before it. But because far more people were infected with Omicron than Delta, the total number experiencing long COVID will have been higher with Omicron. The US House Committee investigating last year's attack on Capitol Hill has been examining the campaign to persuade the then Vice President Mike Pence to reject the 2020 election result. Witnesses testified that the former President, Donald Trump, knew this was illegal but insisted Mr Pence go along with it. The committee chairman, Benny Thompson, said Mr Pence's response had helped avert a threat to democracy. The former President wanted Pence to reject the votes and either declare Trump the winner or send the votes back to the states to be counted again. Mike Pence said no. He resisted the pressure. He knew it was illegal. He knew it was wrong. We are fortunate for Mr. Pence's courage on January 6th. President Zelensky of Ukraine says his country has never been closer to the European Union than it is now. He was giving his nightly address hours after hosting the leaders of France, Germany, Italy and Romania. All said they supported Kiev as an immediate candidate for accession to the EU. Alexei Goncherenko, a Ukrainian member of parliament, said the EU leader's visit was significant. First of all, that is uh, really very important uh, as the sign of support of Ukraine. Secondly, uh, absolutely clear signal about support of Ukraine to become the candidate to European Union. That is also very important and uh, that is something that shows in Ukrainian people the uh, light in the end of the tunnel, which is showing uh, to the people that the country has future. Russia's Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov has again defended his country's attack on Ukraine, repeating the claim that there were Nazis in the country. We didn't invade Ukraine. We declared a special military operation because we had absolutely no other way of explaining to the West that dragging Ukraine into NATO was a criminal act. Mr Lavrov also said that senior international diplomats at the UN had come under pressure from the West and had been used to amplify fake news. He acknowledged that Russia was not squeaky clean, but said Russians were not ashamed of who they were. Scientists who have studied an isolated population of polar bears in Greenland have suggested the species can survive despite sea ice increasingly disappearing because of climate change. The BBC's Ben Loings reports. 
U.S. researchers writing in the journal Science say several hundred bears living in the fields of southeastern Greenland are still able to hunt for seals, despite the absence of sea ice for more than eight months of the year. The biologists tracked the bears' movements around the coast near the settlement of Kumit. They found the animals had adapted to hunt from platforms of freshwater ice that originated from local glaciers. The researchers said it was important to preserve these bears' genetic diversity. Sea ice loss remains the main threat to the species as a whole. The director general of the World Trade Organization says a series of agreements have been struck during marathon talks in Geneva. Ngozi Okonjo-Iweala says the agreements were on fishing subsidies, food security, and waiving patents for coronavirus vaccines. The package of agreements you have reached will make a difference to the lives of people around the world. The outcomes demonstrate that the WTO is in fact capable of responding to emergencies of our time. They show the world that WTO members can come together across geopolitical fault lines to address problems of the global commons. President Biden has said a recession in the US is not inevitable. In an interview with the Associated Press, he said he saw reason for optimism noting the low U.S. unemployment rate and America's relative strength in the world. He acknowledged that American people were really, really down after a tumultuous two years of the pandemic, but said arguments by Republicans that last year's COVID-19 aid plan was to blame for inflation were bizarre. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 21.050, 205 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at 70 $75 billion. In currencies, the US dollar is trading at 1337, 133.87 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 5 cents. And the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 65 cents. To sport and Golden State are the 2021-22 NBA champions. Superstar guard Steph Curry scored 34 points as the Warriors outlasted the Boston Celtics 103-90 in Game 6 at Boston for a 4-2 series win. Their first since 2018 and their seventh overall. It's also the fourth time the Warriors have hoisted the Larry O'Brien trophy over the last eight years. Here's the moment when the final buzzer sounded. And that'll do it. It's over. The Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place. They're on top of the NBA world. The fourth title in eight years. The Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. Canadian golfer Adam Hadwin has a one-shot lead heading into the second round of the US Open later today in Brookline, Massachusetts. The five-man group that's closest to him includes Rory McIlroy, fresh off his victory at the Canadian Open last Sunday. The four-time major winner was asked if his three-under-par start to the third major of the year felt good. Yeah, it does. I mean, you feel like you're right in the tournament from the start of the week, which is which is nice. I'm going in with the mindset of of let's keep it going rather than where's the cut line or whatever, you know, if you don't get off to a great start, those thoughts start to creep in, okay, what I needed to just to be here for the weekend. Two-time major winner Dustin Johnson, who left the US PGA Tour to join the Live Golf Series, is two shots off the pace on 68. But another defector to the Saudi Tour, Phil Mickelson, is struggling at seven over. Lee Chuk Yu is the only Hong Kong player left in the Indonesia Open in Jakarta. The world number 17 plays China's Zhao Junping today in the men's singles, singles quarter finals. 
World number one Victor Axelson breezed past China's Lu Guangzhou and will face the home favourite Anthony Ginting in the last eight. The English Premier League fixtures for the upcoming season have been announced, including news of a mid-season break for the Qatar World Cup in November. More from the BBC's Ian Dennis. 25 days after a dramatic final day of last season, the new campaign is just 50 days away and it will be a season like no other. There will be 16 rounds of fixtures from the opening night of August the 5th to the weekend of the 12th and 13th of November before a break for the Winter World Cup. As requested by England manager Gareth Southgate, none of the big six will face each other before England fly to Qatar on Tuesday the 15th of November. After a gap of six weeks, the Premier League returns on Boxing Day, concluding on May the 28th. Champions Manchester City and Liverpool, who have set such high standards in recent years, meet for the first time at Anfield in mid-October, with a return fixture at the start of April. The Tottenham and England striker Harry Kane says he doesn't mind this new format for the Premier League season. Yeah, I mean, it'll be strange, of course. It'll be the first time it's been done. Uh, but look, we're used, to be, uh, we're used to playing games in the Premier League, November, December. Uh, that's kind of our busiest period. So uh, I don't think it'll be a problem for us. In a way, it might, it might be a benefit. You know, a lot of the English players play in the Premier League. Uh, and sometimes when you're playing in June and you've had a long Premier League season, it's hard to kind of, uh, yeah, get that, fight, uh, get that kind of momentum going again. Uh, but having it in November and December, you're kind of just going straight into it from the Premier League. Uh, and hopefully that can work in our favour. The Real Madrid president, Florentino Perez, says the French striker Kylian Mbappé has betrayed himself by choosing to stay at Paris Saint-Germain. More from the BBC's Adam Samuel. Real Madrid president Florentino Perez says Kylian Mbappé must have changed his dream after the French striker rejected a move to the Spanish club. Mbappé signed a new lucrative three-year contract at Paris Saint-Germain instead of moving to La Liga club. Speaking to Spanish media about Mbappé, Perez said, His dream was to play at Real Madrid. We wanted to do it last August, but they didn't let him leave. He kept saying he wanted to play at Madrid and 15 days before changed the situation. Perez then added, Mbappe was going to come here, but he is not this one time. If it is his, I prefer him to stay at PSG. I want the one with the dream. And the weather, mainly cloudy with a few showers. Current temperature is 30 degrees Celsius with humidity of 73%. And the top story is once again, Hospital Authority has pledged to reduce waiting times for patients to receive specialist care. The legislature cancelled next week, next Tuesday's farewell banquet for the outgoing Chief Executive Carrie Lam because of COVID concerns and the Director General of the World Trade Organisation says a series of agreements have been struck in Geneva. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 The Women's Commission's Capacity Building Mileage Programme provides a wide range of courses for women to pursue lifelong learning and self-development. The courses empower women to face life's challenges with a positive mindset. Enrollment for the new semester has commenced. Copies of the prospectus are available at the district offices. For program details, please call 2915-2380. The elderly are at high risk of life-threatening conditions from COVID-19. The virus can damage one's heart, lungs, and brain. It may cause multiple organ failure that requires intubation in an ICU. After effects can hamper a recovery. 
Vaccines reduce risks of serious illness, hospitalization and death. Experts advise that any elderly person who has had a flu shot can safely receive COVID-19 vaccines. Get vaccinated early. Sadia Usmani, and I can't believe it. It's Friday. 
And has the week just flown by or is it just me? Because really, I cannot believe how fast it goes. Let me just tell you what's on the show today. On the show, after 1.30, will be 